Welcome to The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer and the Great Mountain Podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Happy 2024. I hope you're all doing well. I know for some of you, you get really fired up at this time of year. And for many of you, this can be a time of year where you really feel off and and maybe a little down on yourself. Uh, So every year since 2016, we've done a going into the new year episode. Uh, And today's episode, I was reflecting, okay, what's alive? What's alive in me? What am I hearing from my clients? What's What's the theme that would be supportive to all of us? So in today's episode, we'll discuss how to get plugged back in again. How do we rediscover that feeling of connectedness that many of us have felt in certain times of our lives? And how do we commit ourselves to staying close to this throughout the year so that that becomes what we care about? That's what we put on our schedule. Those are the actions we take so that we can feel more alive, more connected, and more fulfilled going into 2024. Okay, just one quick note, our Life Visioning Workshop is coming up January 20th and 27th. We've done this every year since 2017, Uh, and we intentionally schedule this workshop a few weeks into the year. That's often when we find ourselves starting to wane a bit. We we had some intentions going into the year, and then we start to flounder a little bit, so I felt that this is a really good time to place the workshop. Uh, The workshop is about getting to your why. And when you have your why, you have access to energy necessary for positively transforming your life. So on day one, we'll be going through exercises to flesh out what you're truly wanting out of 2024. And in day two, we're going to distill these down into milestones and doable actions, giving you a map as you go through your year. So we truly have a global community. You'll be connecting with people from all around the world, new friendships happen, good things come out of this workshop. I really hope you can join us. It's an honor to do this every year. If you're interested, go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com forward slash workshop or check the link in the description. Okay, so as we go through our recording today, you may hear Ricky the Rooster in the background. 
our little buddy. Uh, so if you hear him, you might hear a rooster calling. He's just uh, inserting himself into the conversation. And a little bit later, we're going to be talking about nature connection. So he's there to remind us of that. Okay, so we're going to be talking a little bit about spirituality. And because that term is so loaded and vague and charged, because when we hear that, we think, well, is this God? Or is this guy like pulling some kind of religious thing on me? What is this? Um, because of that, the only way I can approach this is by giving you my personal experience of what it meant for me and means to me to feel connected, quote unquote. And mileage may vary. You, you have had your own experiences. I assure you, I'm sure there's been moments, even if they were just fleeting, where you had similar experiences. So I'm going to give you mine, and then we're going to explore a little bit about what does it mean to be connected? How do we get to a place where we feel reconnected? So when I was 22 years old, I was working in 3D animation. And even though I was a bit flaky and uneven, <laughs> I was definitely capable. And over time, and you know, fairly quickly, I was able to get my work of doing 3D animation at the very, be I mean, this is 92. So this is before Pixar was doing like films or anything like that. This was back when like I, I was trying to get a job at Babylon 5, if you remember that show. That was, one, that was the first show to use uh, 3D animation as a regular part of episodic t television. So I really wanted to get that job. Uh, but I ended up getting a job at a video production company, which was far better. It was a, I learned so many more things from it. So I was able to get to a place when I was 22 years old where I was seeing my work being seen by tens of thousands of people. Um, but I got to a place where there was something missing. I had gone through that very quickly, going from learning a skill to getting good at it to being very successful at it and making some money doing it. I wasn't making a ton of money, but I was definitely doing okay. So one evening I had this experience where I was by myself and I had gone to a jack-in-the-box. I was, and I had already started eating better. So, but for some reason I just kind of felt drawn to it. And when you're by yourself, you'll do like weird stuff because no one's around. Right. So I went in and I got something and came out and there was a, uh, a man there and he was saying, you know, look, I need to go in and could you give me some money for some food? I'm not going to spend it on drugs. I just literally need to get some food right now. And I sat and talked with him for about a half hour, 45 minutes. I heard his backstory. And in hindsight, he was definitely a hunter type. He had some experience where his dad died and it really just destabilized him to the point where he became homeless. And I basically just gave him what was in my wallet. And I left there from that experience thinking, okay, wait, it's that there's something here, that piece of service, giving back. Uh, I need, I need to make sure I'm putting some energy towards that. And so over the next three months or so, I started to experience coincidences that really made me question how I saw the world worked in terms of I'd have a thought and then something would show up like completely out of the blue where I thought, well, that, that's the, the odds of that thing happening are so low percentage wise that I thought, well, this is, there's gotta be a connection. I mean, I wasn't stupid. I wasn't just blindly going through the world saying, oh, well, it's, you know, your thoughts create your reality. I had no concept of that at all. I was just freaked out. It was like, wait a minute. This is not, I had not had that experience up to that point in my life. 
So that kept happening until um, about three months from that initial experience of meeting that homeless man. I had an experience of awakening, it's the only way I can describe it, of, of feeling all of my neuroses and shame and self-judgment and isolation all lifted away. And there was, I was left with a feeling of deep connectedness. And that feeling of isolation was gone. I really felt as though I had pl- I got plugged back in again. That was that's the only way to describe it. I'm sure that in some ways, when I was a child, I felt that a little bit. Um, so then, from there, it was well, what was this experience? Now, since then, I've met many, many, many people who have had this ex- had a similar kind of experience. Some people have have experienced it on drugs. Some people have experienced it through meditation. Um, and, you know, there's people study this. They study this, this type of experience. What I was more interested in is what are the practices that keep me connected? Because that faded over time. That, that was, I felt it for, I mean, for a good couple of years, I felt that, ex- the, 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 that experience to a greater or lesser degree. But it starts to fade. It started to, I started to just get back into my old patterns again. And so then you be, it becomes, okay, what do I need to do to stay connected to that experience? What do I need to do to, to, to reconnect myself to the life force? That's the best way I can describe it. And so what I found is half of it is about practice, about what you do to reconnect, and half of it is about you facing the things that disconnect you. Like, what are the things that disconnect you from that feeling of uh, you're part of the whole, how do you, what is it the thing, what's the thing that keeps making you feel isolated? That's, I guess, the best way to describe it. And having worked with so many of you, I recognize that it's a very high percentage of us have had some kind of spiritual awakening kind of experience. Even if it was just fleeting, it's a very high percentage of us. And it's led me to think that we are somewhat hardwired for this experience more than other people. There's just been such a high percentage of people wired the way we're wired that shared some kind of experience like that, that I thought, no, it's, there, it's something to do with our sensitivity. It's something to do with our aliveness that both is a real struggle for us, but also it's one of the hidden gifts, this ability for us to reconnect. And so what do we need to do? What reconnects us? Creative expression, meditation, movement, time in nature, gratitude practice. It goes on and on. There's so many ways you can reconnect yourself. But the key is make it into a practice. Make it into something you do regularly. And then the question is, well, what disconnects us? Well, self-judgment, getting caught by stimuli, addictive behaviors, anxiety, stress, impulsivity, all of these things create an isolation experience. We feel isolated. We feel small. And the question is, what do we need to do to expand ourselves again so we feel that sense of connectedness? Because then we just have so much more energy and it's less work. <laughs> when we feel connected, life becomes easier. Okay, so let's step this down a little bit. So for many of you, this coming year, going into 2024, you may have to have a greater focus on your health. Maybe it's just you're not exercising, you've been eating poorly, and I can tell you that is a really good way 
to feel disconnected when you eat poorly. In fact, I know of a couple clients that they have it in their goals list. When I'm reading their goals to them at the beginning of their session, one of them is, uh, when I eat poorly, I feel miserable and disconnected. And so we have to remind ourselves, like, these are the things, and then it becomes, well, that's one part of it but then how do you actually start eating healthy that's work that takes time that takes energy you need to get support you need to to recognize that this is the most important thing in your life that you have to put some energy towards it because it's the building block for overall well-being for others it's about just cleaning up the clutter getting support on that or getting support with your finances because that's just so overwhelming and it creates that feeling of isolation and self-judgment and like oh my life is miserable because this is going on okay then let's put some energy towards that whatever it is make it your commitment in 2024 to plug back in and i can almost guarantee it's about focusing on your gifts what is it that you have that supports the well-being of other people? Is it music? Is it your creativity? Is it your problem solving? Whatever it is, stay connected to that, especially if you've started a business based on that initial energy and then have lost your connection with it. Find your way back to what was that initial impulse? What are you good at? And also, where do you need to take breaks? Where do you need to rejuvenate and re-inspire yourself? What do you need to do to get reconnected again? Exercise, getting enough sunlight. For many of us in the Northern Hemisphere, it's cold and dark. So you may need to get like a full spectrum bulb to make sure that you can keep your brain chemistry in a good space so you can feel connected. So going into 2024, I'm going to ask you, to come up with three things that you know reconnect you. What are three things that you know, looking back at your life, when you're doing them, you feel that sense of connection. And if you haven't found them yet, then speculate. Take some of the things that I mentioned, time in nature, meditation, creative expression, and explore those. But think back, what are three things that you found in the past made you feel most alive, most connected, most happy. Write those down right now. Hit pause, write them down to yourself. Maybe open up an email on your, your phone and write an email to yourself. What are three things that you do that most connect you with your life force, with you feeling alive, connected, and happy? The simple exercise is this week, pick one, schedule it, make it happen no matter what. That's how you start your year. It starts there. It starts with one little commitment. Commit yourself to staying connected in 2024. If you do, this may be the best year of your life. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. I want to wish you all a wonderful, nourishing, connected 2024. And if you'd like to join us in the upcoming Life Visioning Workshop happening on January 20th and 27th, just go to drummerinthegreatmountain.com forward slash workshop. And until next time, be well. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about the book, The Drummer and the Great Mountain, visit drummerandthegreatmountain.com. To join us on social media, click the links at the top of the homepage. Help us spread the word. We're a small press and reviews really help. If you've been enjoying the podcast or the book, consider writing a review on iTunes, Amazon, Goodreads or your podcast app. 
If you're new to the podcast and want to quickly get up to speed on the concepts we discuss, check out our free five-day mini course. Visit drummerandthegreatmountain.com forward slash mini course. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover on future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email at info at drummerandthegreatmountain.com.